Hello and welcome to Beer and Money, a financial fireside chat for professionals. We work to simplify your finances so you can enjoy your life. Now here are your hosts, Ryan Burklow and Alex Collins. Hello everybody, welcome back to Beer and Money. I am your host, Ryan Burklow. With me as always, uh, my favorite coog. Alexander Collins. <laughs> I will take being called an honorary coog any day, and at the same time, go dogs. <laughs> You're no fun when you don't get upset that I called you a coog. Uh, most of my good friends that are coogs are amazing people to hang out with, and I don't have any issue with my little brother. My little brother's awesome. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about uh, in in Washington State here, we've got University of Washington, which is a a Husky, or they say go dogs, and we've got Washington State University, Cougars, and they say go Cougs. And so Alex is a Husky alumni. I don't know why, um, but he is a Husky alumni, and so I was hoping to uh, mock him a bit, and that just didn't work out. Why am I a Husky? It's a great school, and I wanted a really good education, and I got that. I would just argue you lost a bet, but we'll move on from there. <laughs> so for those of you who are new, uh, welcome to the show. This show is all about h- how do we get better with our finances, right? And how do we have action-oriented steps um, to take back with us, uh, to look at our finances from a, a different point of view. We oftentimes... As human beings, we look at it typically in siloed manners, um, or we look at it from the capacity of, or the knowledge that we currently have, and we don't know what we don't know we should have. And so uh, that's what this podcast is about. It started from a seminar that we did at a a local company here in Seattle, um, and we called it Beer and Money, and we did it several times. And at the end, they came up to us and they said, hey, um, did you record that? Because I want to see that again. <laughs> so we said no, because we're not that smart. <laughs> so Alex came up with the idea of, hey, maybe we should record this. So that <laughs> slowly transferred into, hey, let's do a podcast. Yeah, so, it, uh, that, that was that was some uh, top-level University of Washington thinking there. <laughs> exactly. So in our last episode, we talked about refinancing. And, you know, three steps to look at should you refinance your mortgage. And at the end of that episode, um, we we started talking about, you know, debts. And there is a uh, there's a myth. I'm going to call it a myth that is out there that says all debt is bad. And we're here to say that not all debt is bad. It just depends on your situation and what you're what you define as bad debt. I mean, I would, I would consider debt a tool and tools are neither good nor bad. It's all about how you use the tool as to whether or not that tool becomes good or bad. Fair. And so, so Alex, let's let's go through. We've got three things we want you to consider in terms of looking at your debt and really con- and really understanding is it good debt or bad debt. Um, so l- let's go these, through these three things and make sure we are defining what we're classifying as as bad debt versus good debt. 
And this will be a little bit interesting because uh, th this is a conversation that you and I haven't had a ton of. So I have a feeling that we may wind up uh, uh, defining these things slightly differently. Which is awesome because that's how America, that America, that's how people are. <laughs> there is no like, there is no one size fits all. Correct. So let's jump in. So the first thing we want to talk about here is interest rate. Yeah, uh, interest rate. So the the higher the interest rate, the worse the debt. Um, if you get a, a an interest rate below inflation, it's going to be hard to consider that bad debt um, just because the longer it takes you to repay it, the more money you have because in theory – your money would have grown at a bigger rate than what the interest rate is simply due to inflation. Yeah, so let's put numbers on inflation here, Alex. Are you thinking 3%, 4%, 2 uh, 2%? Again, that's a loaded question. In today's environment, it's in the neighborhood of uh, 2.5% to 4%. Uh, depending upon like what measure you're looking at and whether you live in a city, whether you live in a in the country, whether whether you're uh, 20 something or 30 something retired, um, like all of these have different inflation rates associated with them, et cetera. Um, but just, in general, just for generality sake, you bring up a good point. It, it is a loaded question, but for the point of what we're talking about here, I would say anything lower than four percent. Sure. I mean, I can. Is that fair? I can see the argument. Yeah, I can see the argument for that. Um, at least in today's environment. Um, again, so much of it depends on like, like okay, if if uh, inflation is four, and like you can go get my, uh, a bank account that gives you a 6% interest rate. Well, I would say any loan below 6% at that situation, like that's still good debt because you can arbitrage the, you know, situation by taking taking on more debt at below a 6% interest rate and getting a 6% rate of return by parking that money sitting in the bank. Yeah, and if any of our listeners know of a 6% bank account, <laughs> um, please, please, please let us know. That would be awesome. Because <laughs> I, I think, as we always state, we have a favorite person that always says, what are you getting on your bank account? And it's zero point nothing. And it's been that way for about the last decade. So in comparison, right, like a credit card, it, it, the credit card debt, it, it's stereotypically, if you will, is somewhere higher than normally nine or 10%. And it can get high into like 20 plus percent. And so when you're looking at a 20% or 16% interest rate versus a 3% interest rate, now we're talking about something very, very different. Because if you're analyzing from the standpoint of, okay, if, if I put my money somewhere else, if I'm not overpaying on that debt to bring it down, what would my money be doing for me? And to beat 16% would be pretty difficult consistently, that's for sure, and definitely not guaranteed. Oh, absolutely. You're taking on a ton of risk, um, and you're comparing that to like getting a guaranteed return by paying off the debt. So that that's number one when we're talking about good debt versus bad debt is really the, the interest rate. What does that fall in? 
which takes us to number two around the cash flow, right? And so when we're, I brought it up already, if we've got a credit card and we're over, overpaying, if your minimum credit card payment is say 500 bucks a month and you're putting $1,000 a month towards it, so now you're overpaying it, well, that might be a good decision, especially if you have a 16 or 20% interest rate because what could you do else with that money? Now, you might need some liquidity, so it still might make sense to be fair. It just may not make sense to do that for all of time. Sure. And then the other side of that coin is, okay, if we've got a 3% interest rate, okay, where could I be parking my money that could be doing maybe better than 3% or even the same, or maybe just having a little bit of cash, more cash on hand, what is this doing from a cash flow perspective? Yeah, one, I would even take it one step uh, further in terms of the cash flow conversation. The uh, the debt that you actually took out, did it, did the, whatever you took the loan out for, did that increase your cash flow? So like, did you, are you putting it into a business? Uh, are you putting it into your education and you're going to get a, a higher paying job? Are you buying a piece of real estate that you're going to create cash flow from? Like, what is it that you're, what is it that you're doing with the, the proceeds to be able to uh, increase cash flow? If the answer is nothing, well, chances are it's not good debt. If, if you're increasing your cash flow, okay, are you increasing it by more than what the, cost is of the debt yeah i mean if you're able to take you know you brought up a, a business loan or or something for the for the business and if you're able to take that at a reasonable interest rate and then turn around and either increase your cash flow or, or to maybe even increase the value of your business that might make a ton of sense because oftentimes if we're business owners we we will do a better job of our cash flow and growth of our company and probably higher than we could if we go out and try to invest it in the market or try to play the numbers game in that capacity. Yeah. Um, the other component that needs to be contemplated, and I brought it up earlier, is the amount of risk. So yeah. how much risk are we taking, you know, in the effort to add cash flow? Um you know, if it's a rental property, are we looking at it from a standpoint of assuming that it's going to be uh, rented and occupied for 12 months of the year or 10 months of the year or less? Uh, if it's a loan for business, what's the likelihood of this loan leading to higher, uh, higher cash flow for the business, higher profitability, things of that nature? Um, and it has to be looked at through that through those those lenses as far as whether it's going to be good debt or bad debt. Right, which takes us, you know, I'll just reference the last episode that we recorded around the refinancing of home. If we've got what we would classify bad debt, that higher interest rate debt, and we were to refinance it into a lower interest rate debt and freeze up cash flow, what could we be doing with that, right? So that that's an important conversation to have to maybe transfer bad debt to actually a version of good debt. Mm-hmm. And then the, the last piece that we'll talk into um, today in regards to bad debt versus good debt is, is the time horizon. Um, and this can 
you know, I can really see it go go both ways here, Alex, because I don't know about you. If someone gave me a million dollars and said, hey, the interest rate is 2%, but you don't have to pay back for 100 years, I kind of like that. Yeah, absolutely. Can, <laughs> can, can I get 2 million? <laughs> can, I, can I have more? Right now, now if it's a million dollars and it's, you know, 2%, and you have to pay it back in a year or two. That now it's now it's a cash flow. Like, can I repay that in that in that time period? Right. Or if it's two percent a month uh, interest, or you know something of that nature, then yeah, it, it decidedly changes uh, the the view of it. And then to go the opposite end of the spectrum, what if we've been overpaying on a credit card or or some debt? Let's just say it's um, even lower interest rate debt. Let's just say it's a 4% interest rate, but we're six months from it being paid off. Does it make sense for us to then stop paying it and and actually save that money? And Alex's response, I'm just going to say for him, well, it depends. <laughs> and that's true. The closer you are for the debt being paid off, I think you can make an argument where it's, it's going to be harder at least to stop doing that payment because the end is in sight. Yeah, it. Uh, the counter argument to that would be if you can slow down that payment and get accustomed to uh, redirecting the dollars that were going to whatever that payment was going to savings, you're going to be better off. The vast majority of Americans out there, which probably means the vast majority of our listeners are spenders and not savers. And therefore, by going from a $1,500 a month payment to a uh, $1,000 a month payment and creating a way to save that extra 500 bucks versus continuing to go on at a clip of uh, 1500 bucks a month and then having it just suddenly paid off and now we've got $1,500 a month of extra cash flow, you're going to have much more of that cash flow systematically saved if you step down as opposed to cliff paying it off, meaning that yep. it's 100% paid off. Okay, great. Now what do I do with $1,500? Like, absolutely. We need to celebrate the fact that we paid off a debt of $1,500 a month. So we don't want to take that away from somebody. Uh, we want to celebrate our wins, but at the same time, like if we don't redirect those dollars that we're going to debt towards savings, we're going to wind up with lifestyle inflation and potentially significant lifestyle inflation that's going to have some negative consequences down the road in terms of making it more challenging to retire, making it more challenging to accumulate wealth, uh, you know, a bunch of other other uh, issues and factors that are going to pile up there. Yeah, I mean, using your example of fifteen hundred bucks, maybe you take five hundred dollars of that per month and you go buy a new car because that's your reward. If you're a car person, maybe that's your reward, and then you save the other thousand dollars, right? We're not we're not here to say save every single penny because we we want you to live your life. However, contrary to popular belief, we are creatures of habit. And that's both good and bad habits. Mm -hmm. And so those, those, I hate to say bad habits around lifestyle, it's when we continually allow our lifestyle to creep up every single year, even though we're making more money, 
what we're setting ourselves up for is you better have a decent amount of money saved up to continue that lifestyle when you get to retirement. Because I've, I've yet to hear, if I were to ask the question, hey, when you get to retirement, do you want the same lifestyle or, or less of a lifestyle? I've yet to meet someone that would say less. <laughs> right. I, I've had people say, well, I have to take less. Yeah. And that's, I hate to say it this way, but that's because of the choices that they made that make them have to do that. If they had their choice, they would much rather have the same lifestyle. Or better. And again, we've we've had an episode on this. It's about choosing what's really important to you. Like all of us, and I mean all of us, Alex, myself, all of us, I'm sure are spending money somewhere right now that it's not even bringing us any value or joy. We're just <laughs> spending it because it's the, one of the bad habits that we have. Now, hopefully it's a small number and hopefully we're analyzing this like maybe once a year and having conversations with our spouses. And if we're just, just small steps like that, it's amazing how much money we then find to add back to the balance sheet. Oh, yeah. Uh, as Americans, we uh, our financial world tends to be a fishbowl. The, the more we make, the bigger the goldfish. Um, and so like the, the more money that we make, the more money that we spend. Um, and it like it actually can be tremendously challenging for, for folks of means and wealth uh, to be able to, to save because they've grown their lifestyle to the point where they almost constantly have to have an increasing cash flow to be able to keep up with the the increasing costs to do what they're what they're to keep up with themselves. Yeah, it what just popped in my head that it isn't it, it relates and it doesn't relate, but the notorious BIG once said, "More, more money, more problems." Yep, and. I think it's the what I'm, I guess, comparing that to, for those of you who maybe just didn't get the reference, is the more money we make, if we allow our lifestyle to creep up, that might be more problems later on in life. Yeah, and I've got a client who is, uh, they, they're constantly um, borrowing money from, you know, X to pay Y. And these are folks that, uh, you know, have significant cash flow that have significant assets and they're constantly worried about uh, how to manage their debts. And it's entirely because they had lifestyle creep and they, they haven't been in control of their budget. And, and uh, as much as we've tried to, to help them out with those types of things, like we can, we can only help out so much. Like the biggest thing that we've been able to do for them is, is create uh, more and additional cash flow for them, which helps, but it, uh, it doesn't solve the underlying issue. Yeah, so you know, we hope this episode has kind of give you a little bit of clarification by what we mean by good debt versus bad debt, and then the cash flow involved with that. You know, the underlying theme here is really understanding how debt works and possibly how to leverage it as a tool, as Alex mentioned in the beginning of the, of the episode, as well as what are our underlying behaviors, right? Because if we pay off the debt and then we go right back into it, what did that really do? <laughs> Not a whole lot. So uh, make sure you check us out at beerandmoney.net. Um, at the bottom of that page, there's a way to engage with us, ask us any questions, um, as well as answer our question of the day, Alex. Question of the day is how much of your debt is good debt? How much of your debt is bad debt? So check that out. 
go back to your your balance sheet or your spreadsheet or whatever tool that you utilize and really look at okay where where is my debt how much bad debt do i have versus good debt and am i leveraging that appropriately send us a message go to beerandmoney.net um, and uh, let us know your thoughts we hope you all have a great day we hope you're staying safe and as always mr collins cheers This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only according to individual professional advice. Guests, speakers, and authors are not affiliated or endorsed by Governance Affairs Guardian or quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professionals regarding your individual situation. All investments and investments strategies contain risk and may lose value. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Adam Thank you.